With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joining me on this special edition of In the Country, it's Tay Bay and Jason Blaine. They are part of the Threes A Party Tour, along with James Otto, and that kicks off October 30th in Halifax, going through to the end of November. Jason Blaine joins me a bit later on the show. Right now, let's talk with Tay Bay. He is part of the Threes A Party Tour, which takes place October 30th. That's the date it starts in Halifax, runs right through to the end of November. Lots of dates across Canada, along with Jason Blaine and James Otto on that tour. Plus, he has a brand new song out and video for Jealous of the Sun. My pleasure to welcome Tebe to the show. Hey, Tebe. Hey, how you doing? It is great to have you here. I'm doing really great. How about yourself? I am fantastic. It's uh it's been uh it's been a busy last couple of days just wrapping up some things here at home in Nashville because we're heading out on the tour. Uh we're gonna be gone for a month, so I've got a lot of uh things that my wife uh want me to wants me to get done around the house. <laughs> <laughs> Those are important things too, right? You gotta balance uh being the man at home taking care of stuff and, and being a musician on the road. Absolutely. You know, it's uh it's it's hard at times to juggle the double life, but uh I love, obviously, being a father and a, and a husband, but getting out on the road is pretty fun as well. I'll bet. And uh, the Three's a Party Tour, man, how much fun is this going to be? You, Jason Blaine, and James Otto uh, across Canada. Again, it starts October 30th in Halifax. Well, what can fans expect when they come to this uh, party show? You know what? It's just going to be a really good time. I mean, I've known Jason and have been friends with him uh Man, probably 10 years now, and same with James Otto. I mean, I met James Otto when I first moved to Nashville when I was uh, 18 years old. He was uh, he was part of Music Mafia, and I was friends with Big and Rich. Um, so it's it's just really uh, it's gonna be a good time. We we genuinely like each other. We're all good friends, and and um, you know, and being out on the road with people that you enjoy um, being around also just makes it a better tour. James Otto has a great string of hits, a great artist, and, of course, Jason Blaine is amazing. Now, have you and Jason written songs together? We have, yeah. Jason and I have a ton of songs together. Um, there's one uh, that was on one of my records, and I've got a song called Cover Band that's on his brand-new album that just came out on Friday. Um, so, yeah, it's great. I mean, we both live not too far away from each other down here in Nashville, um, so we tend to hook up probably five or six times a year to write some songs. Nice. Yeah, his new album's great. I had a chance to listen to it earlier today, and Cover Band was one of the ones I listened to. It's a great song, too. You did a great job on it. Oh, thank you. Now, let's before we get to the uh, the new song from you called Jealous of the Sun and find out about that, uh, let's talk about some of your influences, Tebe, because you sing country, but you've got a lot of pop influences, and in fact, you've written songs for some pretty big pop acts, including One Direction, uh, Cher, to name just a couple, and, and a bunch of country acts. Where do these influences come f- uh, for your music? You know what? I just uh, I grew up listening to everything. I have a really eclectic taste in music. I mean, I, I grew up listening to Alan Jackson and George Strait uh, just as much as I did Boys to Men or Nirvana growing up. And I know that's completely different ends of the spectrum, but um, it really is true. I just love all different kinds of music, and, and um, you can kind of hear that in my own stuff. And, and it's evident in the songs that I write for other people. You know, whether I'm writing a country song for a band like Emerson Drive or Tim McGraw. Um, or if I step out of the genre and I write a song for One Direction. 
uh, Emerson Drive had a song out uh, quite recently called Who We Are. I understand you wrote that song. I love it. It is so catchy. It's a great anthem. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that was just uh, was one of those songs that was pretty easy to write, to be honest with you. We had um, Brad Mates, uh, the lead singer of Emerson Drive, came into town. He lives up in Maine these days, but he came to Nashville. And, and uh, my buddy Danik, who's the guitar player in that band, uh, all three of us sat down. And we wrote that in an afternoon, which is considerably rare for me. I tend to be a slow songwriter. I usually don't finish a song in a session. But, um, yeah, that one just kind of came out of nowhere, and uh, I'm real proud of it. Now that's interesting because we do hear about the uh, the three hour sessions where where songs are finished. When you come back to a song, you're, you're completing it. You're the verse, the chorus. Is there any part of a song Tebe that uh, particularly challenges you to to wrap it up? You know what? I mean, the hardest parts of writing a song, in my opinion, are the initial concept, the initial idea. Um, you know, finding a different way to say I love you or to say anything really is really is really hard. Um, so that's half the struggle right there. The other half is it's just finding a hit chorus melody. I mean, that's really the nucleus of your song. It's the part that the mm-hmm. that the, the the average you know music fan who's listening you know on the radio sings along to. And and I've um, I found over the years that writing a, a great chorus melody is is uh, is really really difficult. You've had uh, songs recorded by so many country acts, a ton by Emerson Drive and the pop acts that I mentioned. Is there an artist out there right now, Tay Bay, that uh, you've got a song for or want to write a song for and have have an act recorded? Is there a dream pitch for you? Oh, man. Um, just obviously because he's a country legend, he's the king of country, you know, George Strait would be pretty incredible um, mm-hmm. to hear someone like George sing my song. Um, that'd be pretty awesome. Uh, you know, other country acts I'm, I'm a huge fan of are Kenny Chesney, I grew up listening to Kenny, and then most recently Dirks Bentley, who I actually got to hang out with uh, with Dirks uh, this past summer on his tour. And, and um, you know, those three guys right there, I mean, you hear them sing one of my songs would be pretty awesome. Let's talk about uh, your current song now, which is a great one called Jealous of the Sun. There's a video out for that as well. People can check out at CMT and at YouTube and your website, tabaymusic.com. First of all, let's talk about the song, and and let's start with the title, because the title, of course, is the hook of the song Jealous of the Sun is just, just, you know, it's just a cool phrase. Tell us about it. Yeah, you know what, I had that title kind of kicking around in my computer for several months, and... uh, my buddy Danik and I had uh, gone out to Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, just on a little bit of a writer's retreat, and we were sitting around one day, and we, um, I think he started playing that guitar riff that you hear in the intro of the song, and, and I started uh, just messing around with some, some melodies and, and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I'm glad that it worked out. We brought the idea back to, back to Nashville. Um, had a friend of mine, Emily Wiseband, uh, a great up-and-coming Nashville songwriter, um, he was getting cuts left and center, and uh, we brought her in to help us uh, finish up that song. And tell us a bit about shooting the video for it. Again, it's available uh, online and CMT. It is a great video. How much fun was it to to, to uh, put together? It was great fun. It was uh, it was a two day shoot. They shot the first part uh, in Las Vegas with uh, the main uh, female actress uh, slash model. Uh, so they shot that with her out in Vegas, and then day two uh, was shot. Uh, in a town, I can't remember the name of the town, it's about an hour and a half south of Nashville um, in this old abandoned warehouse. Um, and it's uh, that part of the video is all performance uh, with me and my band and uh, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But um, I had a blast shooting it. You know, I love the song. The song's got so much energy. It's got probably more energy than anything I've ever released in a single to radio. So that's why I'm excited in particular. And also just getting out and playing it uh, for the fans on this tour, it's going to be uh, a nice moment. Let's hear that song now, uh, available at iTunes. You can uh, download it from there. This is Jealous of the Sun from my guest Tebe on In the Country. Anyway, I'm laying there with you right in front of me Like it doesn't seem 
I'm jealous of the nights For playing it cool Setting the mood right in front of me Like it doesn't seem And that's your mind on mine I don't want anybody like you And that is Tebe. It's brand new music. The song is called Jealous of the Sun. You'll find that at iTunes, and you can check him out at TebeMusic.com. And he is about to start a huge tour along with Jason Blaine and James Otto. It's called Three's a Party Tour, and it kicks off in Halifax on October 30th, uh, running right through to the end of November. Dates across Canada. You'll uh, get the specific tour dates at TebeMusic.com. And Tebe, you've had some great songs out recently, some I just find myself singing along to and listening to over and over again. Now I do, and when the buzz wears off, two great recent songs. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we've had uh, we've had great run of success here at radio. You know, country radio across Canada has been real kind to me. And, and we've, uh, you know, before that we had Wake Me Up, which was actually the most played song mm-hmm. in 2014 uh, on country radio in Canada, which is pretty cool. I mean, that's pretty incredible. Um, so it's great. I, I'm really excited about getting out on this tour and playing all these, uh, you know, quote-unquote hit songs for people. Um, it's my first ever co-headlining tour, and and I'm really just uh, looking forward to, to getting out there and meeting uh, the fans. I haven't done a ton of touring in my uh, three years, I guess, uh, as an artist. Um, so it's great to go out and meet the fans, and uh, and hopefully they uh, they recognize the songs. <laughs> I'm sure they will. They'll be, they'll be singing along in the audience. Have you had a chance yet, speaking of fans, to have them come up to you and tell you a story about one of your songs and and what it's meant to them maybe just uh how much they just love dancing to it or singing to it or maybe how much it's uh, been a part of their life yeah absolutely every once in a while you know a fan will come up uh to me at a show or at a meet and greet or something like that and kind of tell me about uh a situation in their life and and maybe how a song has affected them or how they really related to a specific lyric um but there's actually mm-hmm. one song that i wrote that i didn't record myself um it was recorded by my buddies emerson drive it was a song called when i see you again and um, that song, for some reason, uh, not even for some reason, it just really resonated uh, with a lot of people. We actually wrote that about their former bass player, Patrick Bork, who, uh, who uh, committed suicide. Um, and that song really just hit home with a lot of people. And I love hearing the stories or having people come up to me at a show, even though it wasn't a song that I sang. It was Emerson Drive, but I did write it. Um, just tell me about how much they love that song and how much it impacted their lives. Pretty amazing, I'm sure, as you've just described for yourself, to 
to have that effect on people and, and for us as listeners to be able to have a song that we can bring into our lives if, if we're going through a situation like that. But that kind of brings to mind a song when we go way back to the beginning of your career, a song that I'm sure people uh, obviously related to and maybe uh, had experience with, We Shook Hands Man to Man. I remember when that song came out on the radio all those years ago, Tebe, and it was just such a moving story. Absolutely. That's another one that people uh, will come up to me every once in a while. You know, it, what really happens with that particular song, I mean, you're referring to the song I had out when I was, I was going to say it, 19 years old, so it was um, easily over 10 years ago. Um, but people will come up to me, you know, after the show and be like, how come you didn't play Man to Man? And, uh, you know, and right then and there, I know that they've uh, they've been a fan since the beginning, or at least a, a country music fan all their life, because that was a long time ago, but that song really hit home with a lot of people as well. And, and uh, every once in a while, someone will uh, share their story about how they hadn't uh, spoken with their father um, in many, many years. And that song had uh, opened up the lines of communication. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool. And that's the one thing about our genre that I love, country music genre, is that when songs, uh, our songs tend to really touch people at times, you know. They do, and that's that's one thing I love about country music, those kind of songs. Uh, I want to talk about a couple of acts here that I know are good friends of yours, and maybe you can you know, use a few words to describe them, but the Small Town Pistols, Amanda and Tyler Wilkinson. I know years back, way, way back, you were in uh, similar talent shows when you were beginning your careers or even before anything took off. Well, t- tell me a bit about Tyler and Amanda. Tyler and Amanda Wilkinson. I've known those guys since I was five years old. I mean, they go back as far back as... Uh, as any friend I've ever had. Um, I've known them my whole life. Uh, their family, they're an amazing family. They're great people. Obviously, fa- their father, Steve, was in the Wilkinsons with them. And then uh, Chris and Kaya, uh, their sister and mother. Um, great people. I love that they reformed the band when Steve decided to kind of step back. And now they're called the Small Town Pistols. And, and they've had some great success. And I think they're on the cusp of, uh, of doing some big things. That's awesome. Now, another uh, artist I wanted to ask you about, an artist and songwriter. I've had her on the show several times. I, she's awesome, and I know you uh, you write songs with her and are good friends. Patricia Conroy. Talk a bit about Patricia. Patricia is a beautiful soul to the, uh, you know, every inch of the word. She's an amazing person. Um, not only is she, an, is she an amazing artist in her own right, I mean, she had massive, massive hits. I don't want to say back in the day because that might make Patricia feel old, but uh, <laughs> but um, she did, and and it's really cool to watch her transition from being an artist to being a songwriter. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's really had some tremendous success um, with artists across the board in Canada, uh, from myself to my goodness, everybody. Small Town Pistols, Chad Brownlee, um, Emerson Drive, the list goes on and on and on. I'm missing so many people. Um, she's just a fantastic songwriter and an even better person. And as we get set to wrap up here, uh, if we could just talk a bit about the Country Music Association of Ontario. I've seen you perform there a few times. You did Wake Me Up last time around. I, I love that song. And when the buzz wears off, that would, they may be uh, various years, but I remember those two songs specifically. Uh, tell me a bit about the CMAO and how important you think it is uh, for our province. You know what? I love what the CMAO is doing for the province of Ontario and promoting country music. I mean, they've got a great board of directors over there. Um, they got great people running the show. I mean, uh, apparently our awards show um, is top-notch compared to other uh, provinces. You know, I haven't seen nothing, not to take anything away from anybody else, but apparently our show is fantastic. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed being a member of the CMAO over the last five or six years. I've enjoyed playing on the awards, and, uh, and I'll always come back as long as they want to have me. Awesome. Tay Bay, I want to thank you so much for your time. been a pleasure having you back on the show and talking about uh, your career and your brand new song, Jealous of the Sun, available at iTunes and the video for it being played at CMT and at your website, kbaymusic.com. And finally, of course, the Three's a Party Tour kicking off October 30th in Halifax with uh, your good buddies Jason Blaine and James Otto. Tay Bay, thanks for spending the time. Awesome. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. My guest has been a country artist, Tebe. In the Country with Dave Woods has been broadcasting live from Ontario, Canada since 2009. Over the years, Dave has welcomed the biggest names and the newest voices of country music on his show. He grew up on country and embraces the past and present and gets excited about the new singers and songs played on the radio every day. Dave has interviewed country stars like Michelle Wright, Gord Bamford, and Carolyn Don Johnson. If you enjoy hearing the stories behind your favorite songs or how a singer got their start, then tune in to In the Country with Dave Woods. Every show airs live, but it's no problem if you ever miss one. It stays available online as a podcast. You can listen to it anytime, day or night. 
If you love country music, you'll love In the Country with Dave Woods. He always gets to the heart of country music. Country artist Jason Blaine joins me on the show, and he's here to talk about his brand new album called Countryside. 13 great tunes on that, available now at iTunes. He's also about to kick off the Three's a Party Tour, along with his good buddies Tay Bay and James Otto. That uh, starts on October 30th in Halifax, runs right through to the end of November. You can get tour dates at uh, jasonblaine.ca. Welcome to the show, Jason. Hi, Dave. Thanks for having me on your program, man. I'm a huge, uh, huge fan of your show. Man, I appreciate that so much. It's so great to know uh, you're not only on the show, but that uh, you're listening to it. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. I, I caught uh, Gord Bamford about a week ago talking about his new album, and uh, it was really cool. It's, I, I love what you got going on here on the program because I think it gives the fans a real inside uh, track and inside scoop on how records, you know, how they're made and how how we make the decisions on what songs end up on there and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And it was, even for me, uh, you know, it's just, uh, I'm still a country music fan, so I find it really interesting. Oh, that is so cool, man. That means a lot. Let's uh, start off with, first of all, Countryside, the album. We've had a single off it, the title track, Countryside, which is great. The new song, Spotlight. Uh, how great does it feel to have this album out and available for you fans? Oh, man, thank you so much. Absolutely. Uh, it's a, it's a huge thrill to uh, to to be doing this and to get to live my dream and making, you know, still making full length albums. Uh, I don't know how much longer we'll be able to do it, just with the changing climate of the music industry. But I thought I would for sure do it one more time at least, and uh, maybe it'll keep going. Who knows? But uh, for me, it is such a thrill to have a, a collection of 13 songs again. Uh, I'm actually holding the album in my hand as we speak. They shipped me some down wow. here to Nashville from the record label. And, you know, I, I'm kind of like from the Garth Brooks uh, mentality. I'm a huge Garth Brooks fan, and he's always said, you know, it's an album's not just about one song. It's not just about Countryside or just about Spotlight or whatever comes next. It's really about the, the journey from track one till the end of the album. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm a huge Garth Brooks fan, and of course, growing up with albums, listening to them from beginning to end, whether it was vinyl and you had to flip the thing over, or you know, a CD. But that whole collection of songs, and and on this one, it takes us through uh, quite a journey, uh, especially at the end. The last two songs are very personal for you. Dance with my daughter, play with my son is the final track. Your son even joined you on it. Your son Carter. Uh, let's let's skip to those songs right now. Tell me about having a song on there for your daughter and for your son. Well, you know what's really cool? As I, I heard, uh, as we were getting ready to do this, I heard that you were chatting with Tim Hicks, and Tim is a friend of mine, and he was actually down in Nashville when uh, I was uh, looking at, you know, playing songs and, and, and putting songs on the record, and, and they were over at the house, and uh, uh, Tim and his wife and their little ones, and, and I actually, just for fun, I played them these songs, and Tim was like, dude, you have got to put those songs on the record. He just He just loved them. And, uh, you know, I wasn't sure where to find a spot to, you know, if they fit on this record. But you know what? Um, They are uh, personal to me, and that's why I made them bonus tracks. I thought I would just kind of put my heart out there and just sort of uh, share this with the the country music fans. Because, you know, there's a lot of people out there that also that are either young moms or dads or whatever. And they, you know, they might really find uh, a little piece of their own life in these two songs. That's amazing. They are beautiful songs and great to uh, have them included on the album. Uh, speaking of Garth Brooks, cover songs. What, back in the day when you were covering songs, did you do some Garth tunes? I used to, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know what? Um, and I still do from time to time. I play these songs uh, in the show. Sometimes I'll play The River. Um, it's uh, one of the first songs I probably learned to finger pick on guitar. Um, and, uh, you know, Garth came out in 1989 I was, I started playing guitar when I was eight and nine years old. My dad was literally showing me my first chords. So by 1991, 92, 93, I was, you know, 11, 12, 13 years old and just really starting to figure my way around the guitar. And, um, yeah, there's something about, you know, Garth Brooks songs and his, uh, James Taylor influence that are just, you know, a little uh, singer-songwriterish and folky almost in songs like The River. And um, just really uh, conducive to playing on an acoustic guitar and solid melodies and 
Oh my gosh! Uh, and mm-hmm. you know, somebody would always uh, if you if somebody by the time I was fifteen, sixteen, I learned fast. If you could play a Garth Brooks song, you could drink for free around a campfire all night long. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's awesome. On the album, there are thirteen songs, as I mentioned. First of all, let's talk about the breakdown as far as writing on it. Did you have a hand in writing every single song or any of these outside songs that were pitched to you? So I've been writing for this album for, uh, gosh, about a year and a half, I guess. So I had um, well over 40 songs of my own. And I did listen Mm -hmm. to some outside songs uh, for this album. But uh, I just I found it so hard to... uh, you know, to, to whittle my own songs down to 13, I, I just felt so attached to so many of them. I couldn't see myself leaving one behind on this record. And, um, you know, I think that there's uh there's a balance. And the reason I titled the record countryside is that there's just a balance on this record of kind of one foot in, um, country that I love the kind of country that's a little bit throw throwback in comparison to where country has has arrived at these days and where it might be going, but then also one foot in, uh, you know, sort of really modern. And uh, so it's just a, it's a balance. And and this record definitely Mm -hmm. does have a countryside about it. So it's got to be tough. As you said, you had so many songs to choose from of your own to get it down to the 13. How tough is that to obviously put aside songs, at least for now that, that are great, but I mean, that's obviously a better problem to have than, than not enough songs. I'll tell you what's the toughest part is to be uh, writing songs every day in Nashville. And uh, just I just love all of the co-writers that I write with all the time. And uh, some of them uh, are some of my, uh, my my favorite collaborations. And for one reason or another, uh, maybe I already had a similar song or whatever. So maybe, maybe something similar got left behind. And I had to choose between one of two similar kinds of songs and one didn't make it. So what's tough is to run into them at the next code, right? Hey man, did you cut our song for your record? And I have to go, no, it didn't make it. And it's, uh, I just hate that. You know, I'd love to, I got to start, you know, getting a bigger budget and making hundred song CDs or something. But, um, <laughs> but uh, no, that's, that's one of the toughest things, but you know, um, you just don't want a record necessarily, or, or I don't anyways, with, with every song having the same groove or feel or theme. And we tend to, you know, if you write as much as I do, you, you'll tend to circle around and write the same groove, feel, or theme from time to time. That makes that makes a lot of sense. When I was speaking with Tebe earlier, he mentioned uh, on this one a song, the two of you wrote uh, called Cover Band. Yeah, yeah, I love this song. Uh, we, uh, we talked about it, if there had ever been a title uh, for, you know, just called Cover Band because... I grew up um, playing in, uh, or cutting my teeth, I guess, as they'd say, in clubs and country bars in southern Ontario, and even before that in my hometown of Pembroke, and I played in a cover band for many years, and, you know, um, I, gosh, I got, I just got started really playing in, in bars when Brad Paisley got going with songs like, like Wrapped Around, and then Keith Urban came shortly after with a monster hit like Somebody Like You, and that was the that was a great time. There's so many cool, fun songs to play. And and then even Kenny Chesney, too. So actually, to think of it, this song, Cover Band, kind of has a bit of a Kenny Chesney influence in the in the vibe or musical, you know, production of it. Um, but it's just, uh, it's just a neat little story um, that I think a lot of people would relate to. Uh, I watched many a... Uh, Many a young lover, um, you know, start at the beginning <laughs> or the end of something from the stage watching the dance floor. Uh, there's, I, I knew that there had to be a song in that. Wow. Love it. Love that. Another song uh, on the album that's got a great message. I was listening to it earlier, Travel in Light. Tell me about that song. It's uh, Love the message in it and love the music with it. Oh, thank you so much. Man, it's one of my uh, favorite songs on the record. Um you know, this song came along at, at just a really a, a bittersweet time in my life uh, as I was recording this song and, and uh, putting it on the album as the album was coming together. The lyric of this song, I had no idea at the time what what it would mean to me. We wrote it as just kind of a letting your worries and, and cares go and just kind of getting out of town. And it's a kind of a, um, a middle of the road or even a slow, groovy kind of thing. Um, to just kind of leave leave behind whatever baggage you're carrying around, emotional or otherwise, and just kind of get out of town for a little bit, just find mm-hmm. yourself traveling light. 
and um, I actually, my grandpa passed away this summer, um, and he's the grandpa that I wrote the song about, that he inspired uh, the song that would go on to become Single of the Year, uh, and one of the biggest songs of my career, They Don't Make Them Like That Anymore. And uh that was uh that was a real that was tough but it was it was um he he had a wonderful blessed eighty two years with my grandma and um you know the family was all there and, and it was um but it but this summer out doing shows singing um singing they don't make them like that anymore and we followed it up with travel and light in the set and I thought, you know what, um I'm going to uh, just remember all the good times and I'm going to let go of the pain this summer as I travel across the country and I'll be traveling light with the memories and all the the happy memories. And that's what that song ended up meaning to me. And uh, I had no idea. I was affected by the power of the, of the lyric um, in a way that, that fans would write me, um, you know, and and say this song, you know, helped me through something. I had no idea Mm -hmm. that one of my own songs uh, would end up doing that for me this summer. Wow. Wow, that's amazing to hear. You know, the, the power of music for you, the artist, as you just mentioned, and then for us, the listeners, it uh, does wonders for us. And and especially at the right time when we need that song. Yeah, it sure is. I've, I've had a lot of people come up to me over my career and or write me on Facebook or um, just say what, you know, what they don't make them like that anymore meant to them or what cool meant to them. Or even the song, the last song on my last album, uh, there was a, the last track was called Tears on a Bible, and I had people from. There was a, a fellow from Texas wrote me on Twitter and said, uh, you know, just that song just really helped him through a really rough patch. And uh, gosh, I don't even know how he discovered it because it wasn't ever on the wow. radio or anything. So, but uh, really, uh, I was really moved by that. And you know, it's the reason you know that I uh, I keep pushing on as a songwriter. You know, you keep digging. Some days, some days you feel like you come up short. You know, you you. You're, you're always looking for for that next song that's going to continue to propel things forward and, um, you know, keep things on the track as far as your career mm-hmm. is concerned or, or what have you. But, you know, sometimes those little moments like that, when you really connect with somebody just on a human level, you just realize what a gift music is. And uh, just mm-hmm. happy to uh, feel uh, feel like I've been blessed to get to do this as long as I have so far. I'm speaking with country artist Jason Blaine. You can check him out online at jasonblaine.ca and, of course, at iTunes for all his albums, including his latest one called Countryside. And let's turn to the title track here, Jason, Countryside, and tell me a bit about the song, and then we'll uh, share it with our listeners. Uh, For sure. Countryside is a song I wrote with Derek Rattan. We've had a lot of success together, him and I. Um, And I, I, I don't even know if I had the title that day, um, but we started talking about um, all the girls that show up at the show, I, I really wanted to write a, a song that really championed the country girl, you know, the, the country girl that uh, is just proud of where she comes from. She might drive a pickup truck. I know she does because I've, you know, been out of many shows. Years ago, I had a song called My First Car that did really, really well for us. Right. That was in the set for a long time. And girls would come up to me, especially in Saskatchewan or Alberta, but some in Ontario as well, would come up and say, you know, I love your song, My First Car, but, you know, my first car was a truck. And, uh, you know, and we love to go out in mud and, and quad and four-wheel, you know, as they call it. And, uh, you know, I see these these girls, with, you know, that'll post pictures, you know, just fishing and just, you know, just being real country girls, man. And, and I meet them in the show, and I wanted to write something that was like there was an anthem for that. And uh, we talked about that, you know, and I think that's actually how the title fell out. We we just talked about, you know, those girls, they, they're proud of their countryside. And we went, mm-hmm. boom, light bulb moment, countryside. <laughs> awesome. Let's share the song now from my guest, Jason Blaine. This is Countryside on In the Country. Through the back, grooving to a Garth Brooks tune. Her first car was a truck. She ain't afraid to sling it in the mud. Ooh, 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 that's the thing about my baby. Ooh, 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 you can blame it on her raisin. 
And that's country artist Jason Blaine. The song is Countryside. That's the title track to his album of 13 songs available at iTunes. Be sure to check him out at jasonblaine.ca. Uh, now let's talk about the big tour. We spoke with Tay Bay earlier, and uh, three is a party tour with your good buddy Tay Bay and James Otto, another good buddy. The three of you kicking off October 30th in Halifax and the tour going right through to the end of November. Dates at jasonblaine.ca. Uh, how fun is this tour going to be? And maybe tell a story or two about to, about your buddies on the tour. Yeah, well, absolutely. Uh, Tebe and I have actually talked about doing a tour like this together for years. We've been writing songs together for years. Um, I, he's got small children. I've got small children. Children. So we've been to, you know, we've been to the little birthday parties and, and we've hung out as, as friends and we've talked about, you know, man, it'd be awesome to do a tour together. And so I, I kind of rib him now and, and, you know, kind of tease him a bit and go, you know, well, man, if you just hurry up and have some hits, we can do this thing. And um, <laughs> so I just kind of give him a hard time. And But you know what? He sure has over the past couple of years. Uh, obviously, uh, he's, his career has really taken off and uh, fans are going to be real, you know, in for a real treat to see Tay do his thing and sing his hits. And, um, you know, I don't actually know James Otto that well, um, but Tebe knows James. They uh, they met years ago uh, in Nashville, and um, you know we got talking about you know bringing up somebody from America um, to Canada because mm-hmm. we were just looking for uh, one other person to to round out the tour that maybe fans in Canada haven't seen a lot of. And uh, there's, you know, a lot of our other Canadian friends were all already tied up. So uh, we started talking about guys from right here in Nashville, where where Tay and I both live. And um, James Otto's name came up, and we just realized, like, I'm a I'm a real fan of, of James. He's a fantastic singer. Um, mm-hmm. When his song "Just Got Started Loving You" came out, I thought it was like the best thing on the radio from that year. And um, not to mention that he wrote uh, one of my favorite Jamie Johnson songs, co-wrote it with him in color. So we said, oh, yeah. absolutely, let's let's get in touch with his people, have our people call his people, and see if, he, uh, <laughs> if he's in. And uh, so he's he's coming out. He's going to be opening up the show, and we're uh, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a great time, and um, I, I think the fans are in for an awesome show. It's going to be high energy. It's going to be uh, packed with 
songs that you've heard on the radio. Country radio has been amazing to all three of us over the past number of years, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna bang them out and throw a few uh, curveballs and surprises too. Three is a party tour kicking off October 30th in Halifax, running right through to the end of November. For listeners who are singer-songwriters and maybe starting out in their career or at least haven't uh, made a trek to Nashville yet, Jason, what would you say to them uh, to convince or persuade or just inform them how important it is to to get down to Nashville? You know, I I think that Nashville, for me, um, it was a place that I I kind of – I always knew I wanted to end up because I would read – album credits and so many so many credits from studios to songwriters and um, musicians uh, and publishers and labels that always the address that always said nashville tennessee recorded at nashville tennessee um you know there was a time i think it's actually becoming a little bit less important just with technology people can skype right you can actually get on your you know skype and or facetime and write with somebody in nashville but making the trips down personally and making those connections uh, initially are, are certainly key. And for me, um, you know, I just always wanted to immerse myself with the best of the best. And uh, sure, it is surely true that a lot of people from all walks of life and from all over the world, you know, they flock to this city because they think that they've got something to offer it. And, uh, you know, there's not a person that comes here doesn't think that they're, you know, that they've really got something to offer. So, um, I find myself just humbled uh, out at writers' nights, or or just even a co-writer in the in the room that can just spit out a whole verse of a lyric that's just brilliance or a melody or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's a real gift to be uh, to be able to uh, to get that back from you know from your uh, from your co-writers and um, you know um, many of that uh, many of those those situations and those things are exactly how this record came to be. Uh, you know I, I've got a fantastic bunch of co-writers that uh, help make uh, this album uh, what it is and what I hope it'll be. For, in any, uh, for any of the songs on the album, from the demo that you would have done or played it on your guitar before it got produced, what's the feeling like, Jason, when you hear the song start to be built, so to speak, and produced, and you hear the final result? What's that uh, journey like? Well, um, that's my favorite part of the journey. Um, you mentioned uh, dance with my daughter and play with my son. I'll, I'll use these two as an example because they're really um, they're they're really uh, very special songs on the record. Um, I went to uh, my wife actually signed me and my daughter up for this sweet little daddy daughter dance uh, last year, and, and we went out and and I, I just it was very it was very sweet. All the dads got dressed up in suits and. Um, it was the sweetest thing. I came home and a couple days later I ended up writing this song and uh, I wrote it on my acoustic guitar by myself and I I, I work taped it so I I meaning I said I just sang it into my iPhone and uh, I went into the studio and I I played it for the band and uh, they just really got the the essence of this song. It's something I wrote completely by myself just from the heart. It's got a big 6-8 sort of really flowy, dancey feel. My hope for the song was really that my daughter would like it first of all, but um, very close second was that uh, you know maybe people would would hear this thing eventually and we'll put it out into the world and maybe someday somewhere they'll play it at a at a wedding or or at one of those dances and um, lo and behold the band just really really got it and they played it twice they played it once it felt great they perfected it the second time and what you hear on the record is basically exactly what they played. And uh, it has a it has a much bigger production um, than um, play with my son. I came home with dance with my daughter. I was so excited about the mix and how it turned out. My producer actually used the rough mix and actually did <laughs> dance with his daughter at his daughter's wedding. Uh, was the oh, first wow. dance. Phil O'Donnell danced with his daughter, so he was the huh. first one. So I was real tickled by that. That was really amazing and a huge honor. Um, but the production on that is much bigger than Play With My Son. Um, mm-hmm. After I, I brought Dance With My Daughter home and I played it for the family and, and we were all excited and the girls just loved it. Um, and uh, my little boy says, hey, I've got a great idea. Now you can write me one. You can call it <laughs> Play With My Son. <laughs> and so, so I really felt like, oh, I'm, I'm actually, yeah, of course. I've got two daughters and one little boy and, and he, they've got a song. So clearly I'm going to have to write a song for him. 
And uh, so, you know what? We just wrote that one, me and him, that night, you know, just the two of us. And he was giving me ideas, and I recorded it, just me and him in the studio uh, a couple months later, just on the acoustic guitar in front of a microphone. No, just nothing, just bare, raw honesty. And uh, that's how it, it appears on the record is the last track. It is a great song, and man, what a great story to hear about uh, behind the scenes of the song. Let's turn to another song uh, from the album, in fact, your current single, Jason, called Spotlight. And uh, I'll play it in a moment, but first, tell me a bit about the song. Sure. Well, the song um, started as just an idea um, that I had from uh, from a couple of years ago. Uh, actually, it was last year's CCMAs. Um, I was nominated for a few awards uh video of the year friends of mine was up for video of the year at the ccmas and uh so my wife and i were walking the the john deere green carpet as they call it and there's all the media there there's there's uh entertainment tonight canada there's uh cbc ctv all the local stations and mm-hmm. um i'm the one there with the nomin with the nominations and i've got my best duds on i think i'm looking pretty sharp but uh, clearly, all the eyes and all the camera flashes were for my wife. She looked just stunning in her beautiful dress, and it was her that had the spotlight. And it just, you know, I just thought, man, I don't know, so for some reason, that title popped into my head. I was like, she's got the spotlight. This ain't about me. So, <laughs> you know, this was very, Love very clear. Yeah, so I carry it. You know, that's one of those things that, you know, you just kind of tuck titles away, and you put them in a pocket right beside your heart, right beside your brain. And yep. uh, you bring them into a co-write. And uh, I threw this out to my co-writers, and I thought, you know, I told them the story, and they're like, man, that is sappy as all get out. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, we got to make this song rock and make it cool. So I, I was like, well, I'm not saying, you know, we'll make it, you know, like a real, you know, you know love ballady thing. I have to right. kind of, you know, share the vision. I was like, you know, it's always about the ladies who's got the spotlight. So, so we started rocking out this cool groove and it was a little, I was apprehensive at first because it was really different for me, but I just, you know, I just went with it. And at the end of the day, uh, after we had, you know, tracked it in the studio and brought it to life, um, you know, it, it turned out on the, on my, you know, sort of CD of demos and potential songs to record. Um, I was uh, happy to hear uh, my wife say that it was actually one of her favorite songs and I should cut it. It's a great song. Let's hear it now from my guest, Jason Blaine. This is Spotlight on In the Country.
And that's brand new music from Jason Blaine. It's from his Countryside album that's available at iTunes. The song is called Spotlight, and it's a great one. And Jason, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show to uh, go behind the scenes of the album and hear some of the stories behind the songs. And also, of course, to talk about the big Threes of Party tour, along with Tay Bay and James Otto, kicking off October 30th in Halifax. Uh, if our listeners head to jasonblaine.ca, they'll learn about tour dates specifically. Thanks so much for being here, man. What a pleasure. Thanks so much, Dave. Uh, man, again, fan of the show. Would love to chat with you anytime, man. I think that you uh, you really uh, you really do shine a spotlight. Pardon the pun on on uh, you know on us artists, especially uh, Canadian country. And uh, man, we sure do appreciate you. Thanks so much, Jason. That means a whole lot to me. I appreciate it. My guest has been a country artist, Jason Blaine. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country. And there we go, Jason. Man, that was great. Thank you so much again. Hey, anytime, man. Thanks. Uh, you know, I was actually, I was really hoping I was going to get to do this with you uh, after, especially after hearing Bampers. I was like, man, he gets all the great press. <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.